Welcome to Bite Sized Benefits. We're here to conquer benefits confusion for the everyday employee who is sick of insurance jargon and complicated concepts and fed up with feeling taken advantage of by the insurance industry. Let's tackle some typically confusing benefits topics and turn them into digestible bite-sized nuggets, empowering you to make the most of your healthcare. Over the last 12 or so months, the effects of COVID have rocked our country and our people. And one of the hardest hit components was our financial health. Millions of Americans struggled with job security and whether or not we would be able to pay the bills. And the stress caused by our financial concerns permeates our entire well-being. In fact, financial stress is the second leading cause of suicide. And people with debt are three times more likely to experience mental health issues like depression and anxiety. To dive deeper into this critical topic, I am pleased to welcome Brandon Cutler to the show. Brandon is a financial advisor and specifically serves as an employee mentor for Financial Elements, which is a financial wellness program that focuses on helping you understand your relationship to your money and how your decisions impact your life now and in the future. Welcome, Brandon. Hey, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to happy to be here. Absolutely. So before we get into the meat of the episode, can you share a little bit about your background and what led you to the financial industry, specifically as an advisor? Sure. I'd love to. This is my uh, favorite part of the job where I get to talk about myself. (laughs) So uh, I'm only kidding. So I've been helping people for about five years or so, and I've always been interested in finance to a certain extent. I think deep down at the core, I really wanted to make a difference and, and you know, move the needle. And being an advisor has allowed me to do that. Um, I, I think the other half of it was fear, to, to be honest. I was able to watch family members work when they, when they have to and not having the decision to you know, pick a time where they want to actually retire just because the planning didn't work out. Absolutely. I know so many of us can relate to that. Well, I can't thank you enough for being willing to spend some time with us and giving us some free financial advice that I think we'll all benefit from. So I set the stage a little bit as we kicked off this episode and shared how our finances are not an isolated thing and rather have direct implications to our overall well-being. So what else can you share that might speak to that issue? Yeah, and I think those points that you brought up uh, and introduced are are really great points that we have to consider, and I'm glad you you brought them up. Um, whenever you think about wellness, there's so many different aspects of wellness, and and you know one uh, bucket is definitely relatable to the other. So if your financial wellness bucket is a little empty, it could also affect the other buckets of wellness as well. You know, the fact of the matter is there hasn't been too much of a change. uh, If you look at the statistics from a historic standpoint. So looking at 2021, uh, there's an employee financial wellness survey that showed that 63% of employees say their financial stress has increased since the start of the pandemic. And we're most concerned with just being able to pay bills without uh, release. Uh, in 2020, the same survey showed 38% of Americans have less than $1,000 to cover an emergency. So if, if any situation were to happen, you know, you know, what do you have to depend on? Because that's all you have saved. So, you know, plan B or plan C may be a little bit more expensive than just having the savings. 
And in 2019, unfortunately, it's the same song. Uh, 59% of people said financial matters were the largest source of stress in their life. So clearly we've identified there is opportunity for improvement here. And it sounds like many of us are struggling to really take charge of our money, but it's critical that we do so for our overall health. So where do we start, Brandon? What's the very first step someone can take in their journey to financial health? Yeah, so first, don't overwhelm yourselves, um, but act swiftly. Uh, I know that that may be contradicting, but if you can take action, and I would say start today, start start right now. Uh, okay, maybe not maybe not right now, but after the podcast, you can start. <laughs> um, but that that's most important when you act, uh, whether you physically act or really uh, manifest on what you want. What you're doing is you're avoiding that fog of decision paralysis that will only slow you down. And, you know, when you when you really think about it, um, as life throws everything at you and you're really focused on the short term because, you know, we all have experienced COVID, uh, you know, we can't lose sight of the long term goals either like retirement. Uh, that's that's absolutely important. And it has to be a balance um, when it comes to building good habits. Um, think of it as a marathon. I don't I don't think runners I'm no marathon runner, but I don't think runners that win those races succeed by just sprinting as fast as they can as long as they can. I think there's a there's a pace that is found that helps to stay on track and really find a rhythm. So if you don't know your pace, it's time to build a plan. Now, Planning comes in all shapes and sizes, but once you strategize and create a plan, which is the hardest step, if you ask me, um, it's just downhill from there as you adapt to the circumstances and what happens in the new years and and fluctuations that you notice. um, All you have to do is adjust your plans at that point, which, again, way easier uh, whenever it comes to adding this, if you're not currently doing it um, to your to your overall habits. You know, I find myself, and I'm sure many of our listeners feel the same way, often thinking we are victims to our circumstances. There's no reason for me to take an active role in my finances because I can't help it if I lose my job or if there's a recession or if I'm hit with an unexpected health care bill. But what I'm hearing you say is that that perspective really isn't accurate and it's probably only making things worse. Am I understanding correctly? Absolutely. I think I think you're spot on. Um, in a sense, you're you're almost sabotaging yourself and you're preventing yourself from being successful. Um, you know, it will take you longer to get back up as life knocks you down if you're knocking yourself down, too. Right. So sometimes you, you can be the biggest obstacle when it's time to do something new or different or difficult. Um, but you got this and that, that's what you have to keep in mind. You can do it. And I challenge you to shift your mindset and actually participate in your finances, which is kind of a, a weird phrase to say. But, you know, if you're not focusing or looking or monitoring your finances right now, your money is having a meeting without you. And that can't happen because, you know, when boss isn't in the office, some people don't work. And that, that's exactly what your money is doing. Um, nothing is going to get done. That's very insightful. Thank you. So now that we've addressed the best time to act is now, what do you recommend we do? What's a practical tip to start making healthier financial decisions? So here's a tip to help find a balance between saving and spending. All right. So is everybody ready? This is the this is the act swiftly part. (laughs) This this is called the 50, 15 and five rule. It's very simple. And I like to call it an allocated spending plan. Uh, because it sounds way cooler than a budget. Uh, so you can you can steal that if you want to. 
Um, but really, the, the first step is focusing on your spending and try to, it, with this first rule, try to allocate 50% of your take home pay towards essential or must have expenses. So that can include rent, utilities, food and groceries, not necessarily restaurants. Uh, transportation. So if you have a car loan, insurance, you want to get you from point A to point B, uh, childcare and debt payments, also prescriptions as well. So everything that's a necessity, uh, whether it's, you know, rain or shine, these are the things that you need. Try to allocate 50% of your take on pay towards that. Um, now, if you find yourself out of, out of that 50% range by a little or by a lot, um, then that's something that you can work on. And when you review kind of your, your spending, some expenses you may be stuck with longer than others. Some have a little bit more flexibility compared to others. Uh, so that's a, a good opportunity for you to review what can move and what can't. Okay, so to break this down a bit, we need to set aside 50% of our earnings strictly for the core living essentials. Not Friday night, date night dinner or manis and petties, but the things we need to exist. So that means I can spend the other 50% however I want? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> so the next step <laughs> after you, you know, really track down kind of your spending, the, the next step is to be selfish and start saving for yourself. Um, so in this step, we're really talking about saving for that, that long journey of retirement and in this step, we want you to try to save 15% of your pre-tax income for retirement. And that can actually include employer match. So as your employer uh, offers you free money to contribute to the plan, um, then that means less money has to come out of your pocket to really reach the same goal, which is that 15%. Um, now, uh, another thing to, to, to really consider, if you're not at that 15% right now, that's okay. It, it just means that that is an area that we work on. So if contributing that amount right now is not possible, check to see if your employer has a program that automatically increases your contributions annually. That way it's out of sight, out of mind, working in the background. So I learned about that auto increase a while back, and it's one of the easiest ways to hold yourself accountable because it happens behind the scenes. So I don't have to rely on myself to actually save that money. And in many cases, you kind of forget about it. But the perk, as you mentioned, is that it's so crucial to save for retirement. So this trick has helped at least me do it. Um, oh, so I would encourage you all to chat with your retirement advisor today and see if you can set that up. The last step is, is the 5%. And for the 5%, we want to save for um, you know the unexpected. If we keep 5% of take-home pay in short-term savings, then it's going to help for those unplanned expenses. We, we really want you to try to map or at least start with three to six months of essential expenses as a goal to reach for. Uh, that way it makes it a little easier on yourself uh, to automate this step. But ultimately, if that worst case scenario were to happen, you have your own money that you were able to save and you're, you're not going to have to consider a credit card that has interest rate or a quick cash loan that is going to have a, a higher interest rate. Um, but those are things that will ultimately cost you money to use. So, you know, make it easier on yourself and, and save first. That way you'll be covered a little bit later. Well, I feel like it's so important that you pointed that out because you mentioned the stat earlier that I think it's 40 percent of us don't even have a thousand dollars to save for an emergency. So this is how we combat that. This five percent. So if I did the math correctly here, it sounds like there's still 30% of my earnings that are unaccounted for. So please tell me that means I can spend that 30%. Give me something to work with here. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you have my, my full permission to spend that any way you like. If you're 
on top of your spending, you're on top of your saving, then really this is the area where you get to enjoy uh, the benefits of working so hard. And that's something that uh, I feel like I would love to tell people more of. Um, what we may find is, you know, some percentages may be off, but that's just give, giving us a little bit of homework. But, you know, at this point, you've done the hard part and I'm a big advocate for paying yourself first. So now if, if there are other plans that you have in the future, maybe it's a college fund or maybe there there's an area in your retirement savings that you want to take advantage of in a different way. Those are all areas, especially if you want to retire early, that you, you can be efficient on. And now we have an allocation of 30 percent that we can start planning for. And that helps the plan be a little bit more concrete. Awesome. So as we wrap up here, I want to give our listeners one more nugget to think about as it relates to their financial health. Can you refer us to any free resources like budget spreadsheets or apps to help us understand where our dollars are even going? So how can I keep track of my average monthly spend on essentials, for example, so I can be sure to save the right amount? The, the good news is um, it, it's it's not going to be 100% on your shoulders. You don't have to do all of the work. There are a lot of great websites out there that are well-trusted web websites that you can utilize as a calculator or a tool. Um, now, some of these websites are actually where your 401k is held. So the record keeper, whether it's Fidelity or Schwab or Empower or you know wherever it's held, you would be surprised how much information are on those websites. I know Fidelity has an actual learning center where you can educate yourself on many different topics and, and get as granular as you as you want to. Um, the other free resources that everybody can access right now, uh, websites like Investopedia, websites like NerdWallet, those are all websites that are free and have a good uh, amount of information that's aggregated from different sources. So it's not just from one sole source. Uh, and that's a real benefit behind it. Um, you know, uh, kind of going back to the take action now, um, if these are areas that cause pain, cause stress, cause you to sacrifice longer than you absolutely want to, I think now is the, is the time for, for people to take action. And, you know, most of the time there's nothing holding people back except for themselves. Totally. Thank you for sharing that. And I'll link some of those resources in our podcast notes for our listeners to check out. But just to reiterate, it can seem overwhelming to start. That's truly always the hardest part. But once you've got a system and a strategy in place, you'll start to feel the stress being lifted off your chest as you see those savings start to accumulate. So hopefully the tricks we shared today will help you to do so. So there you have it, folks. We can conquer benefits confusion together, one bite-sized episode at a time. From your friends here at One Digital, be well, everyone.